Undeniable proof that the string of murders has been due to the fact that Vault residents simply want to express their political freedom. The report also states that the polls have been closed down for now and that our very own overseer Mackenzie will make a unanimous decision of the fate of our vault this afternoon. More of this story as it unfolds. We have proof that the murders have a true motive. There's been a framing and a confession. All that's left is the fire of the people to stir. And if we make it, well, let's just hope we make it. But I don't get it, Overseer. If you knew the murderers were politically motivated from the start, why not close the polls before more people could die? Huh. I may be old, but I'm not stupid. We knew those killings were intended towards that bill, but we didn't have any proof. Not until now. Cold, hard evidence is required down here, huh? Someone wish it was like that out in the waste. Out there, it's your past reputation that gets you locked away or killed for the most part. Oh, if it were only that easy in here. But that's what we like to call profiling. Here, let me light that for you. But I still don't get it, Mackenzie. What in the name of New Vegas could drive someone to resort to killing in order to get that vault door open? In a place like this? Your guess is as good as mine, Detective. I've heard tales ranging from mob activity all the way up to government conspiracy. My guess is that some ne'er-do-well with nothing better to do decided to spread a few lies and dissent to the rest of my people, romanticizing the wasteland like all is well. Watching too many horror tapes is all. I still smell something fishy in the air, Mackenzie. Petty little things like trends don't go this far. I doubt some propaganda could sway more than half of your security force. That's just silly. I don't know. Strange things have happened since Vault-Tec revisited us. Your story made headlines. Now the public knows what we know, for the most part. But we can't lie to ourselves. The case is still open. All because we've taken out a big link in the operation doesn't mean we've gotten to the core of the problem. And this detective doesn't leave with his meal half-finished. You get me? Ah, yes, yes. But now that the polls will be officially closed, followed by the Vault tonight, there should be no reason for killings anymore. <laughs> Not in this vault. You're a little chipper, Overseer. A lot more chipper than when I first met you. <laughs> Walter, my boy, when you're in a position such as mine, stress can lay a hand on you much quicker than most. Got problems? Go to the Overseer. In a jam? Go to the Overseer. This is just the best I've felt in a long time. You've got to enjoy these moments while they last. I can relate. So what now? Well, like I said... Now that we have proof the supporters of the vault being closed were killed over which ballot they'd cast, there's definitely no justice in letting the murderers win. So the polls have been closed before they've opened, and the vault will stay as it is, closed. But this time, forever. And that's where that thing about the fire of the people comes in, huh? Yep, that's all that's left is to wait out the storm. But never mind the affairs of us vault dwellers. I'm sure you're ready to forget this madness. Go back out to the wasteland, hmm? Trust me, Mackenzie. This is a cakewalk compared to the wasteland. But are you sure you don't want to keep me around for a while? We never exactly got to the bottom of this. No, no, friend. The closure of the vault is the closure of this case. You did your part, and we thank you for it. If you're worried about the criminal's punishment, trust me. Him being trapped here for the rest of his wretched life is enough. Well, I, uh, I don't know what to say. Thank you for the vacation, Mr. Overseer. Well, who says it has to end here? <laughs> what do you have under your sleeve for me now? Oh, I'm sure you don't want to end your day heading out so soon, or dishing the dirt with an old man like me. I'm hosting a party tonight. A ball, if you will. I haven't announced it yet, but I wanted you to be the first to know. The celebration of the vault's closing. I thought perhaps it would simmer the boiling blood around here, at least for a while. Oh, I don't want to be a bother. Oh, no, no, I insist. We can't just have a man come and save my vault skin and waltz out of here with only his pay. A celebration is in order. Won't you come, Walter? Oh, I don't know. Oh, please. I don't mean to discriminate, Walter. But how many balls are you able to dance at out there in the wasteland? Our ballroom has gold-plated floors, the best bands, and the most dazzling chandelier this side of the West. Won't you join us? Well, I, uh, guess I could have a drink or two. And miss out on all the swing? Nonsense! I don't have a date, Mackenzie. Now you do. You'll take Bunny. Well, what? Come with me, Walter. Uh, 
I, I never really thought about this. You don't need to think. You've been doing it all day. You need to vent. And Bunny, too. You heard her on the radio. I... This is so sudden. Just roll with it, Walter. It'll be a fun night between you two. She, uh, has a problem forgiving herself with the Dr. Daniels incident. She needs some support. I... I have no time to deal with her. What? Did she seek your house? She'll love a good dance, Walter. Oh, you're paying this on me, aren't you? You don't want to deal with your employees' problems, do you? No, I'm just very busy as all. You're lucky I have no problem taking her to the dance, otherwise I'd slug you. <laughs> and she told me how she blew your cover in front of your wife, Mr. Overseer. I'm sure that's why you hold a grudge against her. I'd say get rid of the bad blood and move on. She's the best private eye this vault could spawn, brave enough to expose her own overseer. She's no bootlicker, Mackenzie. And I'd say you treat her right before it's too late. That girl could destroy you. What? She... Goodbye, Mackenzie. It'd be a while before it was time for the ball, so I thought I'd take a walk down the middle streets of this place. It's hard to believe these people were at each other's throats just yesterday. But now they'd be stuck here, whether they liked it or not. Couldn't imagine being trapped in here until the day I had died. Not in one of those outfits either. Huh? What's that on the wall there? Who, me? Yeah. I'm sure you know this place better than I do. Wait, this here? Yeah. Why, that's a telephone, mister. Have you been living under a rock? I'm in one right now. What's a telephone? Well, it's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, let's just see who's calling. Fine by me. Hello? Yes. This is the first floor. No. I can't say I know a fellow by that name, but, uh... Hold on. It's some dame looking for a, a guy named, uh, Walter? You wouldn't, you wouldn't know someone by the name, would you? Oh. That must be my date calling. Y your date? <laughs> well, jeez. She sure sounds swell. Uh, you can talk to her then. All right. How to use one of these? Oh, you, uh, put this piece right here, and that's on your ear. Yeah. Okay. And then you talk into the small horn thing right there. Oh, I see. One's for talking, and one's for listening. Hello? Bunny? Oh, don't tell me you've never worked a telephone before, Walter. Well, it's the strangest thing, Bunny. About two centuries ago, a few bombs fell, destroying all the power lines, severing all communication. Oh, you've been a smart mouth from the beginning, Walter. Say, are you the detective that had come down here the other night? Uh, thank you, young man. That'll be all. Well, just hold on a minute. You're the talk of the town right now. You busted that big case yesterday, didn't you? I can see you're already making friends down there. I thought the overseer kept our little visit a secret. Not until the press got a hold of the situation. I can't count how many cameras I destroyed last night trying to take pictures of me. Well, hey, it's not like I'm invisible or anything. I want to know about the case. So they know about my venture here? Hardly. There had already been rumors of a new janitor here to clean up the vault's mess before your arrival. And you're the only one here that sports a trench coat and a vault full of people in blue jumpsuits. Good point. Hey! Well, I gotta go. I'm sure the overseer told you about our date, so he doesn't have to deal with us. The Golden Gala Ballroom, tonight at 8. <laughs> I'll see you there. Bye. It's rude to talk to people while they're on the phone, kid. Cut the chit-chat, mister. I got a phone to pick with you. What did I do wrong now? Yeah, I'll tell you what you did wrong. You got the vault closed. I went on the biggest limb I had to get that darn thing open, and now look what you did. I started a petition down at the high school. I, I pulled favors. Might one of them be the gruesome murder of a young lad about your age? A few fours up the other night? What? I... No, no, no. I, I wouldn't go as far as killing a man. Good to know. Now simmer down, young man. You're bound to start a riot. But, but you let the overseer seal the vault along with our lives. I mean, us non-supporters didn't think so hard just to have the polls never open. And Mr. McKenzie just throws away the key like that. We'll be stuck here till the day we die. Don't you see that? Look, kid. I know my insight on the wasteland will be a little too hard to explain to you. But trust me. Most folks out there would kill to have a home like this, and I mean that literally. 
you don't want the life out there, I give you my word. What I did down here was my job. Your overseer's request might have saved my hide out there. Those calves, I can pack up my things and relocate. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a date to get ready for. Wait. Yes? What are caps? Well, they're, uh, where I come from. Drinking Nuka-Cola could mean the difference between being in the red and being in the black. But judging by where your vault's going, you might as well hand them all over to me. What? <laughs> Time to head in. Let's see. Yep, about 7.30 now. Best not keep her. The Golden Gala Ballroom, eh? Guess I'd better enjoy this while it lasts. Wonder what kind of fancy hooch they got in there. Well, what's this? A line? Wonder what for? Damien Lynn? You're on the list. Come on in. Jordan, glad to see you can make it. Oh, this must be your date. <laughs> nice to see you again, Jonathan. And yes, this is the legendary boyfriend I've been ranting about lately. <sighs> I don't have time for this. If you're gonna be a bouncer, you gotta do it right. Well, Walter, time to make this line hate you. Excuse me. Hey, no cutting. Excuse me, bouncer. That man's cutting in hey, line. Hey, sir, stop right there. Where do you think you're going? In the Golden Gala, like everyone else. Well, I don't know where you got the notion that there was no line. There's a line, Mr. Walter Camry. And I didn't get the notion that there was a guest list. Hold on. Hmm. Walter Camry? Sorry, sir, but I'm afraid you're not... Wait, a hold on a second. It says here you're a VIP. Handpicked by Mackenzie himself. This can't be. Well, that was generous of him. Then who in the heck are you? You're not even wearing a standard ball uniform. <laughs> not my brand, I'm afraid. May I? You ain't going nowhere without proper ball ID. What happens to be the problem here, Jim? Uh, Officer O'Neill. How unexpected. Don't you know who this fine gentleman is? This be the Walter Camry. Savior of the vault. Who? Ah, you may not have recognized him at first. Everybody, please do me the favor of pardoning this man, as he has secured our safety in this little home of ours. Yes, I speak of the detective that stopped conspiracy and corruption. Now, sir, I think that's enough identification. Welcome to the Golden Gala Ballroom, Mr. Much obliged. Oh, and for the record, lines tend to go by faster with less small talk is made. Hmm. I haven't seen you in a minute, O'Neill. We've been quite busy cleaning up the mess you two made lately. <laughs> like I always say, it comes with the territory. <laughs> well, ain't that the truth. Folks are a little shaken up about this whole mess that went down last night. I guess that's where Mackenzie decided to throw this here party. Nothing like a little booze to calm the masses down, eh? <laughs> you should do stand-up while you're here. But anyway, I've been hired at security here tonight. Quite a tease. But you and the girl should go enjoy yourselves tonight. Well, thanks, O'Neill. No problem. Well, here goes nothing. Still wearing that ragged trench coat. This place is amazing, Bunny. Isn't it? 
The Overseer rarely opens the place up to the public. Not even graduation ceremonies are held here. Well, now I see why he did it. The masses might have ripped each other apart if they hadn't had a place like this to blow off some steam. Look, Bunny, I'm sorry about the situation with Daniel. Don't be. You had to do your job, and so did I. I had to realize Daniels was putting the vault in danger, along with the both of us. It's behind me. You sure? Yeah. Well, shall we sit down? I'll order us some drinks. No, Walter. Huh? Why? Hear that, Walter? Hear what? That's the dance number I requested. We're dancing, Walter. Well, it's pretty early. It's never too early to dance, Walter. Here, grab my hand like that. All right. There we are. No, just move to the band. I've got it, Bunny. I've got it. So you leave me tomorrow For this night we'll borrow a love song Let me love you tonight Well, I didn't exactly expect there to be any dancing out in the wasteland. Trust me, dances survive. It's just hard to find two people close enough or drunk enough to do it like that. <laughs> but on a more serious note, who do you think was behind all the killings down here? Did you catch anything that Daniels might have said? I don't know, Walter. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it right now. I'm sorry. It's just hard for a detective to up and drop a case like this. I understand. It's only natural when you've been doing it all your life. But no need to worry. I'll be picking up on the case once you've left. Which reminds me, when exactly are you leaving? Well, maybe I don't want to talk about that. Walter! <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'll be heading out early tomorrow morning. What's the matter? It's just that, well, may I tell you something personal? Anything funny. You can tell me. Well, ever since I was a little girl, I've always wanted to see what I saw in the old pre-war movies. And what was that? The world. Or, I guess, the wasteland. Before that, the only world I ever knew was a vault. So, when I figured out I could go even further, I knew Vault 54 wasn't the place for me. That's understandable. Which makes me wonder why these people seem so content with the fact that they'll be sealed underground for the rest of their lives. Not saying I don't support it, but it seems a bit off. Well, that's the thing, Walter. The vault is the only world these people know. They haven't experienced the outside world like I had. They would have resented such an atrocious place, but not me. What are you saying? That you want to leave the vault? Well, I seem to be the only one that wants to. The one that doesn't try and kill the ones that want to stay anyway. I'm telling you, Bunny. There's nothing in that world but death and destruction. Heck, there's so many problems out there, I wouldn't even know where to begin explaining. There's no need to. I'm fully aware of what could happen to me out there, but humanity doesn't rebuild staying cooped up in a shelter all their lives. I know in my heart that I should be out there, helping the world. So maybe life could be like the old movies I used to watch. And you really feel this way? Mm-hmm. Then why not come with me? That's the problem. What do you mean? Being someone that feels the need to help society doesn't abandon her people in their time of need. Bunny, the Overseer has everything under control. He told me himself. Hmm. He's given me that speech a few times over, but no, he's wrong. Tomorrow, everything's going to go back to that barbaric attitude he saw before. Though now, it's going to be much worse that the darn doors closed up. Smart move for Mackenzie to open up the Golden Gala tonight, but to his dismay, it won't work. You're positive about all this? Yep. I've seen the vault roughhouse over petty little things in the past, but this is by far the worst. But vault security will calm the people, won't they? You don't need... No, Walter. Even if I never see a criminal case again, be it a homicide or just some missing belongings, I'm still part of the police force, which means I have a cause to serve these people. But a girl can dream, can't she? <sighs> You're killing me, Bunny. Sorry. Letting that chance slip by just feels like letting go of a long-awaited dream, but I just gotta convince myself of how selfish it'd be if I left everyone. But, um, I'll let you know if there's a change in the plans. Thanks, buddy. It's the least I could do. I just... What's that? 
Sounds like a group of people. Why, that looks like a bunch of vault guards, aren't they, Bunny? Well, yes, but I have no idea what they'd be doing here. On behalf of those who rejected Bill 54 closed, our civic leader sends his regards. Oh no! Bunny, get down! Shooting at all those people, Walter. You have to do something. Kick over the table, honey. This is gonna get hairy. <clears throat> Good. Now we have cover. Take this, you monsters. without getting out of this cover. I don't see... Wait. What? Do you happen to see any explosives on any of them? Explosives? Well... Whoa! Well... Putting aside my head almost being blown off, I did see some circular objects on a few of their belts. All right. I think I may have something up my sleeve. Bonnie, don't do anything you'll regret. Hand me your gun. Here. One shot. Darn it. Guess I'll just have to wing it. What are you doing, buddy? The one thing that can get us some more firepower. See the thing on my wrist? The pit boy? Yeah. What about it? Looks like I'll finally get to show you what it's good for. Bunny, I don't like the sound of this. Trust me on this one, Walter. This one should go straight in that grenade. shoot it, I guess. I never really understood it myself. Look, Bunny, a machine gun. Just to the left of you. Oh, what? Oh, excellent. Now they're gonna have it. No, Bunny. Those men are retreating. You need to tend to the injured here. I'll head after the rest and see what I can find out. This isn't your problem anymore, Walter. We've already put you through enough fighting. Trust me, Bunny. I've been through worse. Now get to those people and see if you can call for help. Sure thing, Walter. Be careful. Hiding, cowards. Couldn't have gone far. You think you can get away with this? Not on my watch. Is someone there? Nobody opens fire on innocence like that and lives. Not on Walter Camry's watch. No, sir. Does that make you feel like big men? Well, it shouldn't. My partner already left half of you in pieces back there. And I'm not afraid to contribute to that effort. Nobody just... Who's there? This is your only warning, pal. I'll be forced to put you down if you don't identify yourself right now. Walter! Might that be you screaming about? Officer O'Neill, is that you? Affirmative. Might I be safe enough to get a little bit closer with the assurance I won't get hot? It's a little dark. You seem to be the only one here. Come on over. Right on. Mind me asking what the Davy is going on here? I was on break when I started hearing the gunfire proceed. Scrambled to get my gun and figure out what the devil was happening this time. I was getting close to working my way around the outside of the ballroom and getting them from behind. But that's when I felt something rock the vault like a second great wall was on the rise. Yeah, that was Bunny nailing a grenade on one of the shooter's utility belts. No wonder. That girl's got aim, she does. Who do you think is behind all this? No one else but those crooked devils trying to overthrow the Overseer. We can never tell which guards were bent on destruction or not. I was just on my way chasing them. Come on, I think I saw which way they were headed. 
Now, hold on, hold on. What's the hold up, mate? I, uh, need some ammo for my gun. I ran out of bullets in the firefight. Could I use a couple of rounds from your clip? Huh? Oh, sure, mate, sure. Here you are. But let's hurry, eh? Of course, of course. Now, let's see here. Say, these hold 12 rounds, don't they? That they do. Very reliable. I see. Hmm. Looks as if you're missing a few. What? Oh. Oh, that. I took some practice shots over there at the range before I came here. Hmm. A few shots exactly. There's only nine rounds in this clip. What did you do? Walk by the range, pop off a few shots, and call it a day? Uh, do we really have time for this? Uh, how about you empty your pockets? What? What? Empty my... How about you empty your pockets, O'Neal? I've got no extra rounds if that's what you're asking for, mate. I said, empty your pockets. What in blazes is this? Get my gun out of my face. Are you crazy? I'm not playing around, Officer O'Neal. You'd best turn out your pockets if you know what's good for you. You're, you're crazy. You have no authority here. And that's where you're wrong. As long as I'm in Ball 54, I'm officially deputized by Overseer McKenzie, which gives me an equal standing with my fellow Vault Officers of Peace. That, and I honestly don't care if I was deputized or not. Clearly, peace is dwindling in this place, and I plan to restore it. <laughs> you know nothing of the forces you're tampering with. You're just some small town down on his luck wastelander that just wants to earn some more caps to spend on 200-year-old hooch. Now go ahead, put the gun down, and head out that door. I'll pretend I never saw you. Sorry, officer, but no dice. And if you don't show me what's in your pockets right now, I'll be forced to take whatever's there on my own. <sighs> they never listen to reason. All right, mate. I'll show you what I've got in my pockets. Oi, nothing in here but a few. outside the ballroom. What happened? And is that O'Neal? It sure is, Bunny. He tried to play off like he had nothing to do with the shooting. Tried to pretend he was a good cop for once. He had something to do with what happened in the ballroom? But how, Walter? How'd you find out? He wanted me to come with him to chase down those crooked guards. I felt like everything was playing out too suspiciously and asked for his gun for extra rounds. Of course, that was a cover. What I really wanted to see was if his 10mm held all 12 bullets in the magazine. Huh? What significance could that have, Walter? The significance of a young man that was shot to death but two days ago. <gasps> you mean... Precisely, Bunny. If you remember, the young lad was struck three times in the back with a 10mm pistol in the hallway. Turns out our friend here, the officer, had 9 out of 12 bullets available, meaning that only three were shot. I knew that wasn't enough proof, so I remembered what the receptionist said back at Daniel's office. There was a burly man that flashed his badge before he entered the office and bribed Daniels for the sample. Well, did he have it, Walter? That's what I'm meaning to find out. I knew it was a long shot, but I asked him to empty his pockets for the vial while pointing his gun at him, and he refused. That's when this whole scrap proceeded. How's the status on the ballroom? <sighs> Not good, Walter. I phoned for, hopefully, straight police, and the medics are on the way. But by gum, I won't sugarcoat it. Some are dead, and many are injured. If one thing's for sure, those men shot to kill. Good thing we disoriented them in the nick of time. Good to know. I'm sure those ex-police militants got pushed over the edge when Mackenzie decided to keep the vault closed. Well, let's not waste any time. I want to know if this is our man. 
Now you're speaking my language. Let's see what this bonehead was hiding from us. <gasps> Correction, <sighs> is hiding from us. But I shot the man's head on with a rifle. Both bullets made impact. But it seems they only entered his left shoulder. <sighs> Good. We can get more information this way. All right, big guy. Flip on over so I can get those vest pockets. Up you go. <coughs> there we are. Now let's see here. Well, nothing in this pocket. Oh, no, not this one. If I find out it was truly him that shot the boy and framed the poor old man, why, I'll slug him so hard I'll have a permanent shiner. Hold your horses, Bunny. O'Neill won't be a problem anytime soon. He won't be receiving any medical attention from us, that's for sure. Better not be. Hmm. Now let's see here. So far, he seems to be clean. Oh. Oh! Now what's this here? Did you find something, Walter? Indeed I did. And it's just as I expected. An empty vial with dried blood inside. Uh. <coughs> Whoa, hold it there, Bunny. I told you I'd hit him. I like your spunk, girl. But you said you'd give him a shiner, not a kick. Like I care. I know you're angry. But you need to cool down a bit. I'll see what I can get out of him while he's still breathing. Here, take this. Tobacco can only hold me off for so long, Detective. You best get what you need out of him before I pulverize it out of him. Will do, Bunny. Wake up, officer. <coughs> Wake up. You have what? some explaining to do. Where am I? <coughs> you boys get the Copernicus girl? No, I'm afraid it's the exact opposite. That wasn't one of your men charging this way to save you. That was a certain girl of mine coming to save me instead. Turns out you in fact do have the empty vial I was hoping for, and you're going to tell me everything. <coughs> perfect. <coughs> Bloody perfect. <sighs> no wonder my arm feels so... <laughs> great. You can thank Bunny there for that. And if you don't want two more on your head, you'll tell us what's going on here. <laughs> one ain't going in your leg. Now press up. Fine. I'll tell you what you want. Not like it's gonna matter. Well, get talking. It's not that complicated, okay? When Voltec swept the message through to Overseer Mackenzie, he wanted to keep it in the dark. That stupid bloke was planning on keeping the door sealed forever. Under our sniffers, without anyone uh, ever knowing there was a chance to get out of here. So you might be wondering how in blazes did we find out there was a chance. Well, I figure you can call it a miracle. One night, Officer Jensen received a message from Voltec themselves saying they require the coordinates to the vault ASAP. Jensen called their bluff, thinking they were some outside hacker. Turns out, some sort of high rollers in the wasteland wanted a Voltex message. Said they'd been looking for it for a long time. You're saying someone caught wind of Voltex's 200-year-old automated message to the vault? How is that possible? Uh, I have no earthly idea, Detective. But they were undoubtedly legit, that's for sure. At least, that's what Jensen told us. The mystery messages claimed that the monitored status of the vault informed that it wasn't sealed yet, so there was still time. Time for what, exactly? Time to get the darn thing open. Whoever was messaging Officer Jensen wanted to make a deal with us. Make sure the overseer pulls a lever to keep the door open. And we get to leave with a larger payout than we could count. For some reason, the messages wanted everyone else inside. I don't get it. If you men are so ruthless, why not just bump off Mackenzie and open the vault yourself? <laughs> you don't understand. The overseer is the only one with a number code to seal or open the vault permanently. Besides, we had too much respect for the man back then. It felt wrong to even think about whacking him. 
Jensen told the rest of the internal vault security about the deal. And we took hold of it, no questions asked. We're tired of this metal dome. And we'll do anything to get out. <laughs> the, cherry, the cherry on top being the fact we'd be rich once we've left. Go on. <sighs> Since we originally didn't want anyone to get hurt in the process, Mackenzie thought it'd be wise to have a sit down with his top group of men, that being us, before we made the final decision. Jensen naturally tried to convince him. It was high time the vault was opened. My hands are tied, Officer Jensen. I know you all may be excited that the opportunity has cost us, but we shouldn't just jump ship so hastily. Overseer, please. Vault 54 had its run, and I was always proud to call it home. But it's about time we moved on. Think about all we could do, all we could accomplish. And besides, our population is at an all-time high. It's only going to grow. If that door stays closed, I don't know what we're going to do. Jensen does have a point, sir. All right, all right, that's enough. Look, I see where you men are coming from. Really, I do. I was young and ambitious too, you know, which makes me only want to close it more. Now, now, let me finish. Every dweller experiences a period of desire to leave the vault, but trust me, it passes. But boss, I... Overruled. Like I said, my hands are tied. If you all think we'd do better out there in the wasteland, you're sadly mistaken. I mean, what could we gain? We have everything essential for human life in here. There's no point in trying our luck out there. Our ancestors would be ashamed of us if we abandoned all they sacrificed. It should be a privilege to live in Vault 54, not a condemnation. I'm sticking to my guns on this one, gentlemen. Take my word for it. You'll thank me for my decision one day. Doing what vault Tech requested, making this the people's decision, will only cause more problems. Best continue functioning as we were, without all the controversy. See you gentlemen in the morning. You know, once that tired old sheepdog starts running, you can't stop him. You just blew our chance at freedom, Jensen. Fellas, relax. So the old man can't listen to reason. I'll give him time to cool off and give him another talking to. Alone. All of you eager beavers probably made him nervous crowding him like that. And what makes you so sure it'll work? Because if it doesn't, I'll make it work. seem to be pointing toward Jensen. Right you are. And clearly talking to the old fart we called a leader wasn't the key. When Officer Jensen tried using his silver tongue again, Mackenzie threatened his job. And he took it quite personally. Uh, I see where this is going. <laughs> took you long enough. Mackenzie's biggest downfall was having a man like Jensen appointed as his personal advisor. That gave him access to the overseer's terminal. So one night, Jensen snuck into his office and performed the leak that I'm sure overseer spoke to you about. Linked the hidden message to every home and business that owned a computer terminal with a thorough explanation of what was kept secret from them. Naturally, the overseer received a heavy amount <coughs> of flack when the public figured out he was hiding Voltex request from them. Large amounts of trust was lost. <coughs> Which initiated Plan B for us. Though at first, we wanted to solve it without bloodshed. Oh, when Mackenzie tried to downplay the situation, like you plan to unveil the message to everyone. That's when he issued the bill. Nobody believed him, though. So he simply saw this as a time to convert the people of Vault 54 against the bill and get the door open. If there was no trust on Mackenzie's side, why were there still problems to meet your goal? Trust was lost. Ugh. But not enough of it. Many planned on voting against the bill, but not enough. Uh, we spread 
More propaganda. Oh, that helps sway the supporters. And nothing fazed them, unfortunately. So, yeah. We didn't become drastic. You just couldn't drop that deal, could you? Got so caught up in the thought of being rich, you went as far as killing folks. In a way. But Jensen's the real mastermind here. When the girl was sent out into the wasteland to find you, we judged that she'd die alone out there, leaving us to continue our work. When she came back with you, we knew you'd probably get us caught red-handed. So, well, Jensen ordered me to kill you. The poor lad that got caught in the crossfire was just a mistake, sad to say. I see. And this business with the vial began. Make the supporters look bad. Here we are. <coughs> Righto. Scare the supporters into voting against the vault closing. And... <coughs> crack the door open when the bill didn't pass. But you had to go and do what you did to Daniels. And now... <coughs> <laughs> and now the overseer closed the polls before we could cast our ballots. <laughs> All for some money that most likely wouldn't be given to you. No. The... The blacks promised... You all wanted to get away from the wasteland at first. But it looks like the wasteland found you. You cheap thugs were going to open the vault for what? Some crazed monsters that promised a hefty cap sum? That's first grade in the wasteland. Don't trust nobody. You boys have any idea how much money something along the lines of a vault could be worth? More than you, that's for sure. You turned your backs on a man that was older and wiser than you. And look where you ended up. Death on each corner, frame-ups, conspiracy, corruption. All the same reason man destroyed itself back before the war began. I'd slap you silly and tell you to start learning to think straight. I see it's too late for you. <laughs> oh, let me finish him, Walter. No, Bunny. Let the man die with the image of what he created. Blood, fire, and bullet hole. <coughs> O'Neill, if you have any final shred of dignity in you, you tell us where Jensen is headed. Uh, Officer Jensen is... <coughs> Jensen is gonna... Kill the overseer. Not on my watch. Let's go, Bunny. That Jensen so worked up, he got the corrupt security force to take out the civilians. I don't think he even cares if they're supporters or not. Well, let's see to it he doesn't order anyone to do anything again. You'd be wise to comply, Mackenzie. Best wash the blood off your hands by not being so stubborn. Officer Jensen, what does it mean? Out of all people, that's blood my hands. Overseer Mackenzie. Overseer Mackenzie? What? Who's there? Walter, is that you? He's got a gun. He's right over the floor. Mackenzie! Door's jammed. Come and get me, girls. Hold it right there. I'm not afraid to use the heat on the Overseer, and I'm definitely not afraid to use it on his terminal. You're bluffing. You darn well know that terminal is the only means of you getting out. I'd get more satisfaction seeing you sealed in a vault for the rest of your life with all the trouble you caused us. While I can die knowing you won't be going anywhere. Or, we could all lay down our arms so I could open the door to our new guests, who should be here any minute. I've tried ruling out all the official Wasteland factions that wouldn't want to get their hands on a place like this, and that'd be none of them. Though only two I know have the capability of actually contacting you, and I'm afraid it's one I'd rather not have involved. <laughs> you 
you see, I've gained a little wasteland education from the Enclave. All kinds of little armies out there looking to call the waste their own. But none can really compare to the power of the Enclave. The... Who are the Enclave, Walter? And what do they want with the vault? Just like any crooked wasteland group, they claim to come from America's pre-war finest and plan on rebuilding the country. But apparently that means ransacking every town and snagging every piece of useful technology they come across. I haven't met the bunch, but I've heard of them. Well, no wasteland army is getting a hold of my home. Don't count on it, girl. I already gave them the coordinates. And it'd be a real shame if I had to close this vault after that long trip they had to make. Talk too much and you get pumped full of lead. Nice save, Bunny. I'm going to see if Mackenzie can give us that code. You work your computer magic on the Overseer's terminal. I'll see what I can do, but I can't promise anything without that code. Mackenzie? Overseer Mackenzie? Can you hear me? All right. Good. Good. You're hit critically. Jensen managed to miss your heart. Can you tell me the code to close the vault? Yes, Mackenzie. It's me. You've been shot, I'm afraid. We need that code before the crooked security can take any more lives. And before the Enclave arrives. It all depends on you, sir. I'm all logged in, but I need that code, Walter. I'm working on it. Come on, Overseer. Just tell it to us real quick, as fast as you can. Eleven. You get that, Bunny? Eleven... Only about a few more digits. What's next after 11, uh, sir? 17. 17. 17. Only two more digits, Walter. One more, Mackenzie. What are the last two digits? Finish up strong. Uh, uh, 44. Mackenzie? Mackenzie? Great. He's dead. 44. That did it, Walter. You're kidding. What does it say? It says here, congratulations for completing your vault's designated assignment. Please keep in mind that based on your loyal citizen's power of choice, that the following options cannot be reverted in any way possible. Oh, look, Walter. These must be the vault door options. Great. Looks like we have a chance. Now you wait here while I head out of the vault and... No, you won't get anywhere without the proper clearance. I'll guide you through since I have a badge. But you saw how quick that door opens and closes. We'll never be able to make it out in time. Negatory. Now that I have a special overseer's permission, I have the option to initiate a set timer before the final closing sequence. The highest I can set it is to five minutes. That gives us enough time to take the elevator down to level one. Let's head out then. All right, here we are. Everything's in motion. Five minutes. Let's not waste any time then. Hope we can make you rest a little bit easier, Overseer Mackenzie. Same place as before. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I sure am glad to be back out in the wasteland. What's security doing holding all these people off from the door? That must be the remaining line of good cops left on the force trying to keep everyone from leaving the vault. They're doing their best to prevent a full-on stampede. Can't say I blame them. Poor folks are going to have to endure the remainder of Jensen's men at some point. Looks like there might be hope with the man out of the way, along with O'Neill, too. Can't say the same about the rest of internal vault security, however. With any of them still around, they automatically get the rights to the overseer's position, which could be a problem in the future. Come, Walter. I think that's the man that can get us past the roadblock here. Right behind you. That's Carter Mill. Step anywhere past the police line and I'll be forced to use deadly force. I'm Detective Bunny of the Vault 54 Police Division. I need to get past the police line. Well, it's all here. You have the badge and everything. No, I've never heard of you. Head on through. Well, moment of truth, Detective. Darn it, Bunny. Why can't you come with me? I already told you. I have a strict duty to my people. Your people don't know right from wrong anymore. And they're going to be locked inside this nut house for as long as they live. I don't want you to be a part of this, Bunny. I heard what you said about internal vault security. If anybody stays alive after all this, they'll just take the Overseer's throne and continue the madness and corruption. Enough, Walter. I said in the Golden Gala that I'd tell you myself that there was going to be a change in the plans, but my plan stays. There was hope in your plan when the Overseer was still alive. But trying to get this to work in this state of affairs is just crazy. Says the man that tries to fight crime in the wasteland. Walter, 
I know it sounds crazy, but people are always going to manage to fight each other over the most idiotic reasons. Whether it be for beliefs, for country, or money. People are going to do it, and somebody needs to stop it before it repeats itself. People like us. War never changes, does it, Bunny? No, it certainly does not. Which is why we both have a duty to our people. Mine being in the vault and yours in the wasteland. I'd love nothing more than to join you, but it's not meant to be. You did what you could for the vault. You ended the conspiracy, stopped Jensen from performing any more deeds, and now we won't have to worry about that dreaded enclave that I'm hearing about. It's time to part ways. That's our cue. Bonnie, hi. Goodbye, Wilfred. Never forget you, Walter. That's it. It's over. What's this she threw me? Why? Why, that's... That's more cabs than I could count. This is... This is everything. The whole 10,000. And what's this? A note? Walter, I'm not sure if you're able to read. But if you can, you've cracked the biggest case our vault's ever had. And we thank you for it a million times over. I got a taste of the real world, and I also thank you for that dearly. Stay safe. Your partner in justice. Funny. P.S. You're something to remember me by. And look got her picture in it, too. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for everything. Well, looks like I better get out of here. There's the door at the end of the tunnel here. Easy now. Nice to be back out here. So I'll head on back to Carmen, gather my things together. It's gonna be a long walk. sound like that. What's that? Well, that's not the wind. Why, why that's... That's the sound of old helicopter blades. Good lord! Those are bear birds! It's the enclave. I better get out of sight. Looks like that was the last vertebrate. smokes, Mackenzie. Well, Mr. President, whoever and wherever you are, you're not getting this ball. And you want to know why? Because two great detectives were on the case. There's nothing two great detectives can't solve. Hope you enjoyed your trip to the Lone Star State. You made it for nothing. <laughs> finale of True Vault Escapades. The part of Walter Camry was portrayed by Eric Huffman. The part of Money was portrayed by Amy Harris. Overseer McKenzie by Jason Darman. Officer Jensen by Josh Bull. O'Neill by Michael Onley. Guest voices include Matthew Schroeder. I'm Sean Dawes and we thank you for listening. Bomb Radio needs you! That's right, dear listener. Whether you're one of our fine users on our popular smartphone app or any of our third-party sources, 
A-Bomb Radio encourages you to support our station's newly opened Patreon. You can donate as much as you'd like per month and help keep your favorite music flowing by contributing to royalty, website, and streaming fees. All you have to do is visit patreon.com slash abomradio to get started. Remember, because this is important, that's patreon.com slash abomradio. If you use our smartphone app, a direct link will be there for you as well. Take the pledge, support this music, because A-Bomb Radio needs you! How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.